What is good? Everybody, welcome to another Niners Nation Instant Reaction Podcast. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Javi Vega is here with me, a Niners Nation host emeritus. Levin Black's going to hop in in just a minute. Thought we'd get started a minute early as the Niners wrap up a victory over the Seahawks. Javi, if you had told me yesterday the 49ers are going to beat the Seahawks 27-7, to I would have told you, awesome, let's go. Sign <laughs> me up. And yet, Trey Lance goes down early in the game in the first quarter, hurts his ankle, done for the day, and we are hearing done for the year. According to Adam Schefter, Trey Lance has an injury that's expected to require surgery that will likely end his season. Yeah, the minute I saw the picture of his ankle turned sideways, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's it. And I feel bad for the kid because this was his year, right? This was his year to get the experience that he needed to become the franchise quarterback, right? We can, you know, I know I'm taking a lot of flack for what I said on Twitter, but it's the truth. He's not where he needs to be yet. And Kyle Shanahan made that very clear in the Chicago game when the announcers in the Chicago game mentioned the inexperience of, of Trey Lance was a big deal to Kyle Shanahan. Those announcers didn't get didn't pull that from thin air. That came from Kyle in some pregame meeting. And we come out of this game, he has three passes and three runs. You had a soft landing spot against the Seattle Seahawks to have this kid throw the ball. You don't need to run him on second and eight. Yes, he's a valuable runner, but he's a scrambling quarterback. He's not a designed runner, which he fully admitted earlier this week when he said, I'm not faster, bigger, or stronger than anybody anymore. He played at North Dakota State for crying out loud. He wasn't playing in the SEC or the Big Ten with a lot of with a lot of pro prospects. He gets the NFL. People are like, why does he run, onto the, run around the defensive end? He's admitted he's not faster, bigger, or stronger. And then I had some people mention about where are the bootlegs and where is this? The defensive ends are crashing. They're not crashing down the line. They're staying there because they know he's coming out backside to throw the ball. How many times did he run those bootlegs in Chicago and today before he got injured? He ran it three or four times, and every time there's a defender in his lap and he can't get around them. Kyle needs to be better at developing him, and this is also something I brought up to you last year, that is Kyle Shanahan the right guy to develop a young quarterback? I had questions then. I have questions now. And I had questions on Trey Lance coming out of draft, but he did show flashes and it's in there. We know it's in there. And now he loses a year of reps and valuable development. And it's frustrating. It's infuriating. We're going to get to the game, I promise. But this is the biggest news of the season. I said going into the game, this was the first time in over a thousand days that Trey Lance got to start for two consecutive weeks. And guess what? It's going to be. Another 300-something days before we see him again, and he just has not played football. He didn't play. He played a season in 2019. In 2020, it was the COVID year, so he played one game. In 2021, we know he played 10 quarters, and now he plays two games, not even two games, five quarters in 2022. It is He just has not played. And so if, if your thing on Trey Lance is you can't fully hand him the reins, Kyle Shanahan, because he hasn't played and he's so inexperienced, that has not changed. We're in the exact same spot that we were going into this season, except his basically his entire rookie contract is pretty much gone. Yeah, and then the other thing is we ran into the same situation with Jimmy Garoppolo. You traded for Jimmy Garoppolo after he had two starts in New England, then he had five starts um, as a Niner, and then he had the two or three starts here and before he gets hurt. He had minimal experience. We never developed either correctly. So you have, you're, it's, it's like recycling the same nonsense. 
Now, injuries happen. It, it, it happens. No one's really to blame for an injury because he got rolled up on. He rolled up on his ankle, right? If he would have, I don't know, slid or just a different tackle, you know what I mean? We're not talking about this stuff. It's an it's a freak injury. It's like the Dak, Dak Prescott injury. It just, things happen. But if you want this kid to learn how to be a passer, Kyle, let him stand in the pocket and be a passer. Like, like I agree. I, it's like, what are you doing? You And I, I'm not going to blame him for the RG3 thing because he got, RG3 got injured on a run. Like, he he ran, but he, RG3, if everyone remembers that, I remember that vividly. RG, RG3, like, dove, and then somebody's helmet hit his knee, and his, you know, it went all crazy. Like, that's a completely different injury. Like, he dove forward, and, you know, that's just another freak injury. But it's just like, what are we doing? Like, you spent all this capital on this guy. Protect your your protect your franchise quarterback as well. You didn't do that with the draft either. You, you get cool. Spencer Burford's a nice pick, but you didn't upgrade your center position. Aaron Banks was not very good last week. He played well this week, but you have so much. There's no continuity on, on your offensive line. It's just... Like, what are you doing, man? I just I have so many frustrating takes with this team right now. It just it irks my soul. And I feel bad for this kid because he has all the tools in the toolbox to get this done. And now a season has been taken away from him. He's played 19 NFL quarters. 19. Why can't the Seahawks the Seahawks have to hurt us? No matter what. Even when we win by 20 points, like we did today, the Seahawks have to hurt us. There's a lot of people coming at Kyle Shanahan in the comments. Kyle Shanahan didn't know Trey Lance was going to get hurt. Okay. Like I agree. I didn't like all the design runs. I think that there's other ways to use a mobile quarterback besides quarterback power. And I think Kyle Shanahan used it too much, but also like if he knew Trey Lance was going to get hurt, he wouldn't have run that play. So I don't want to crush Shanahan. It's just, it's a crap situation. It's a crappy situation. The whole feel of the season is different now. Like it's because like, and again, I'm getting way ahead of myself and I know we're going to get to the game, but like, let's say they make another deep run and get back to the NFC championship game. Then you're going to still get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he is a free agent, but even if you keep Jimmy Garoppolo, now you're going to have to pay him a ton of money because he's going to hit the open market. It's a weird, the entire season changed today when that injury happened in the first quarter. I don't know what, it's going to be like as it goes along, but it's definitely different than it was 24 hours ago. I'd probably bet good money. Jimmy Garoppolo's here next year. Oh God. And um, I, I don't, I don't know that they have to, I don't know that they'd have to pay him big money um, because the market, they could have had him. Anyone could have had him at any point this off season, right? Anyone could have had him if they were to released him. Right. But if you, the Niners gave him six and a half million dollars to come here and be a backup, what was the offers on the open market? Three and a half, four and a half million. Because no one was going to pay him more than that. So, okay, cool. Say he hits the open market. Where does he go? New York? Because Daniel Jones isn't there. Well, we don't. Like, I mean, there's, yeah, you know we don't know what's like, going to be just, open to it's, it's, it's just a weird, the whole thing just gets really, really weird. Now, are the Niners lucky to have Jimmy Garoppolo right now? Absolutely. Because I'd rather, I'd rather watch Jimmy Garoppolo than Brock Purdy. Mm, I don't know. I, I just... Because this, and the thing is, like, this is this was their we talked about this was their security blanket, this was their insurance policy. They're cashing in that insurance policy on a cheap quarterback who didn't look like he had too many cares in the world out there today. He played a little more freely. Did he play like we all know Jimmy's going to play? Yeah, absolutely. Outside of those three or four deep balls, he went back to old Jimmy Garoppolo, check down, dirt balls, guys yep. thrown behind high. <laughs> yep. It is it's the same guy. You know, we're not does this guy win you help you win 10 games? Yeah, probably. 
Do the Niners like, have the same playoff chances? Probably. I like this point from Waltony watching on my Twitch page. Shout out to the people on Twitch, by the way. A lot of people in the UK watching on Twitch. Appreciate you. Uh, I can't help but think the Jimmy insurance policy led to Kyle being overly risky with Trey. That's an interesting thought, right? If you're one play away from Brock Purdy being the quarterback, do you run that many quarterback powers? I don't know. Probably not, right? No, absolutely not. No, you're not. You're not taking those type of risks, but... Kyle needs to be smart with that. Like, why would you even take those risks anyways? Like, you you literally mortgage the franchise on this quarterback. And it's you the team's success is, is dependent on his development. And he's lost a year of development. He played two, he, he had 10 quarters before the end of, before uh the season started. He's got 19 total quarters now. Like, what? I don't know. I don't know. I'm so irritated with this team right now. Even <laughs> with a win. Cool, they got a win. Awesome. It's bigger than the win. It's bigger than the individual game. D-Ware, 5883. Thank you for the donation. Thought we used three first-round picks for extending, scrambling, to take what the defense gives him, bootleg, zone read option, et cetera, not quarterback power, WTF. Levin Black, welcome in. Host with me on the Gold Standard Podcast on Thursdays. I bring you in on this because you and Javi disagree. You think that Kyle should have used Trey more around the edges and, and used him differently. And Javi started the show by saying, basically, Trey doesn't have the athleticism to get there. I don't know exactly what you're pertaining to in terms of I think the Lance should not be running up the gut where linebackers get to come straight downhill at him. I think they should have bootlegged him and given him more, you know, kind of pass run options, get him out of the pocket, you know, an interior offensive line that sucks in pass protection. Maybe don't have the quarterback sit there on a typical five-step drop, but I just don't understand why he's running or running Lance straight up the gut where the defense gets to tee off. Yeah. So real quick, this was earlier this week. The question was, this might be kind of an obvious question, but what's been the biggest change you've had to make as a runner of the football from college level to the NFL level? Trey Lance replies, I'm not bigger, faster, and stronger than pretty much everyone else. Guys catch up a lot quicker. Space is filled. Guys get close a lot faster, and I have to learn to protect myself. Just being in a different situation, knowing how important it is for me to stay healthy. He knows he's not faster, bigger, or stronger than anybody else, and we know he feels awkward running. There's nothing smooth about his run game, his running ability. There's nothing smooth about it. Doing it in North Dakota State versus doing it in the NFL – it's a big difference, and you can see it. There's nothing smooth about his run. We watched Justin Fields last week run. No issue. He looks like a runner, a running quarterback. We've, we know what a running quarterback looks like. That's why I always compare this guy to Steve McNair. McNair was kind of clunky originally when he first started out. He's a clunky runner, and then he finally developed that stuff. Kyle, you want a passer? Let him throw. Yeah, that was the frustration. Find out what he let is. Him throw. He didn't let Trey. If throw. he can't, if he can't throw the ball, well, then you're wasting your time. So how about you find out what he is rather than trying to keep these baby gloves on and protect him from everything? Like you can't keep him in a bubble. And to add to that, perfect point. This the baby gloves. Kyle kept the baby gloves on Jimmy Garoppolo and he played it safe for the last five seasons. And he's doing it again with Trey Lance because he's afraid of mistakes. He's afraid that, oh man, I'm not developing this guy's right. So what are you doing with your quarterback? Right? The 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 um training camp reports where Lance was up and down, up and down. Okay, Kyle, if he's up and down, why don't you focus on his strengths as a passer? You want him to throw outside the numbers, throw him outside the numbers. Stop forcing stuff over the middle of the field. Right. We saw Jimmy Garoppolo today. He had a couple balls down the field on the outside of the numbers. And then they went back to old Jimmy Garoppolo stuff. Middle of the field, getting guys killed. Ayuk had a leap for a huge pass. He caught it, but God forbid he takes a freaking huge hit. 
right? You're taking risky shots. Have your quarterback, Trey Lance, throw outside the numbers and down the field. You had guys open. Take those shots. Do what you need to do. He did it last week, too. It's like focus on what your player can do great. And I've, this is the thing with Kyle Shanahan. It frustrates me. You know, I've said it for years. Kyle and this, you know, his QB collective and his minions of guys, they believe the system makes the quarterback, not the quarterback makes the system. Kyle, newsflash, your system only works when you have good players who are utilized to their strengths, period. I'm pissed off, by the way, if you can't tell. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think there's a good example here, and obviously this kind of throws back to what I know from being a Purdue fan, but I do think Drew Brees is a good example of when he was in San Diego, Marty Schottenheimer made him play a certain system that wasn't great for Drew Brees. He did okay in it. They made the playoffs, but Drew Brees was not looking like a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's why they moved on from him after the injury. He goes to Sean Payton, who said, hey, my quarterback is best in a spread offense. That's what he ran in college. That's what he's great at. I'm going to open up the playbook, give him the system that works best for him, and Drew Brees went to Hall of Fame level. Kyle has to adjust his offense to his quarterback. That doesn't mean you completely change everything. Kyle knows what he knows, and it's still going to be, you know, the the zone uh, or the, the one-cut type running scheme. But you need to change your passing scheme a little bit and your play calling a little bit to better suit your quarterback. Is Trey Lance somebody that if he comes out and throws early, he gets into a rhythm better? Because it feels like in the limited times we've seen him that he is that type of quarterback, and a lot of quarterbacks are. They need to get in a rhythm early. And instead he came out and he had three pass attempts. It was pass if we have to. He had a... He, even, he converted it, but one of the runs was third and six. He's running a QB draw. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Why are you running yep. a QB draw on third and six? He, it's maddening because, again, you, there are ways to use Lance's mobility without running quarterback power. There are ways to do it, and Lance is going to use it himself. Just him avoiding sacks and extending plays right. is using his mobility. It's not Where's like – Where's the Kyle that was talking – saying he didn't want Jimmy to get hit because he doesn't like his quarterbacks getting hit? He said that four years ago when Jimmy got hurt. He said he doesn't like his quarterbacks uh, extending plays and taking a hit. He wants them to just throw it away or get out of bounds. Tim Kawakami just tweeted, the 49ers traded three first-round picks to acquire Trey Lance, who will start four games in his first two seasons. The final pick owed in the trade will be conveyed next April. Really, they gave up four picks because they also traded a third-rounder in that deal. So four picks for four Trey Lance starts in his first two seasons. Ugh. There is no scenario in 49ers history to kind of fall back on and be like, well, I remember that happening or whatever. And similar, you know, you, you had Alex Smith taken number one overall. So you had a quarterback taken high that you're all anticipated. But one, the team was terrible. There's a reason why they were drafting number one overall. Two, Alex didn't sit. You know, he played right away. I, I don't think we've ever had this scenario of a quarterback that you you spend so much to get, you have a team that can win now, and the anticipation is so high, <laughs> and you never get to see it. That That's what's killing me, that we have waited. We all waited through last year when the quarterback play was not good, and we bombed out in the NFC Championship because the quarterback couldn't do anything. And now this is what happens. And we're right back to that same guy, which – Yes, I, I will say I don't think the season is over. This team can certainly make the playoffs. I think if if the stars align, they could win a Super Bowl. It, it will take a, 
I think it takes, you know, perfect scenario to win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterback, but it is possible. So season's not over, but right now, I'm sure we'll move on at some point mentally, but right now the fact that it's the same guy that was here before stepping in is just kind of like almost like salt in the wound. What was that, Javi, that you just uh, Breaking news, the 49ers and standout linebacker Drake Greenlaw have reached an agreement on a two-year contract extension. Interesting. There was a clip of Greenlaw today. Did you see it? He was the, he punching was holding the up a running back, yeah. just punching a dude. Like, yeah. and it's like, oh, he it's uppercutted him. <laughs> it's all cool because he's going for the ball. I'm like, no, Drake Greenlaw just wanted to fight somebody. So, uh, is Aziz back then? Because I'd rather I would have paid Aziz over Greenlaw. Sorry. I agree. Yeah, um, I don't think they can pay unless unless they're team friendly deals. I don't I don't see how you can pay three linebackers. Okay, uh, Jake Hunterson on Twitter uh, from KMBR. Kyle Shanahan said Trey Lance broke his ankle and will have surgery tomorrow. He is out the rest of the year. That's it, confirmed. Is this the Dak Prescott injury? Is that the same? That would be my question. I would think so, and if it is a Dak Prescott injury, if anyone remembers last year, Dak played pretty well, but towards the end of the year, he had calf issues on that same leg that he broke mm. the ankle for. And even this year, he still doesn't look right. And I just... I don't I want to say this with as much respect for Trey Lance and everything because I know it's an important day, but I'm just pointing this out that this is a fact. Trey Lance played in the preseason last year. He got hurt. He started in the regular season. He got hurt. He started two games in the regular season, got hurt, started two games this season, and he got hurt. All we don't know if he is going to be any healthier than the guy that's the current quarterback of the 49ers, number 10, Jimmy Garoppolo, right now. It doesn't seem like it. It's driving me nuts. It's it's literally eating me up inside. Like I don't. You guys can't tell because you. I can tell you're going through it, <laughs> bro. Like you you traded all this stuff to get a guy because the other guy would get hurt all the time. And in four NFL stars plus preseason, he's been injured three times. Like who? All right, man. I don't. The don't amount know. of quarterback injuries and running back injuries for this team. It's unbelievable. In the Kyle Shanahan era is. I, I would all but guarantee there's never been a team that has had this many injuries to the starting quarterback and their starting running back in the last five years, six, well, five plus years now. It's never happened before. There's no way. I had this same thought as Ray Lee watching on the YouTube page. Kyle immediately goes for it on fourth and eight with Jimmy, but won't go for it on fourth and one last week with Trey Lance. I was happy that he went for it this week. He went for it a couple of times on fourth down, but he could have changed the game if he went for it on fourth down last week. It is, it's just a weird day. We haven't even talked about the win yet. We haven't even talked about the 49ers beat the Seahawks for just the third time since 2014. And we have not talked about the win yet because of what has happened with Trey Lance and him now officially being out for the year ankle surgery. I mean, man, there's a reason why I put this up. Says group therapy. That's what this instant reacts is. It, it, it's a group therapy session. It's it's just it's it's just frustrating. Like I just feel bad for the kid. Right? Yeah. He's, he's been scrutinized left and right. Yeah. Have I been a little bit critical of him? Yes. But at the same time, like he's not he's not going to get these these valuable 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 reps. And if he doesn't pan out to be the guy, you don't have any picks to find a replacement. Obviously, the team can't plan for this, but Jesus Christ, the play calling with this was atrocious. Like the minute Jimmy Garoppolo comes in, okay, cool, we're throwing the ball. Yep, I, I think the writing is on the wall of what Kyle Shanahan thinks. Uh, Trey Lance, yeah, yeah, 
I think so too. And if and if people are gonna get mad about that, then you can't get mad about the fact that I said that three, four years ago when they went to the Super Bowl that Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't throw the ball and Kyle didn't trust him. Because it's the same thing. Kyle has a trust problem. Kyle has a love affair right. with Kirk Cousins and guys like that. Right? If you can't, you can't. I, I oh. think it should be said that uh, the big part that Kyle Shanahan fails at as a head coach is with trusting players, which is weird because some players he will trust when they don't deserve it, and others he will not trust even though they haven't done anything to cost them. He's just, I, I think he's very stubborn about certain things and he can't get out of his own way sometimes. Like you drafted a quarterback number three overall and you refuse to let him pass to figure out what he is. It's just, it's common sense. And yet Kyle Shane doesn't have it. And yet we know he's incredibly smart. I just don't get the thought press. Hey, we have this amazing kid that we traded up for and we don't want to see what he can do. We, we want to try to hide him at all times. <laughs> I think he doesn't trust him. I think he's scared to death that he's going to make a mistake. I think he's scared to death that, hey, and we also said this before. Once Trey starts, Kyle's clock starts too. Mm-hmm. So if he missed, Kyle's out of a job in San Francisco. Well, and this is the thing too, is they're so, they want to have their cake and eat it too. He's afraid to let Trey Lance make those mistakes because he knows he's under 500 as a head coach and he knows the roster's in a really good spot. And so it's ultimately, he's just afraid. He he needs to stack those wins. He wants to stack those wins. I think it's part of the reason he didn't put Trey Lance in last season because he was just scared and he thought, well, Jimmy's winning and if who cares if he gets hurt again? Can he go back out there and play? Because I got to win these games. I'm still under 500. I think that's a huge part of it. Shout out to Don Anderson watching on the YouTube page. Oh, I just I just lost the comment. He just said, my Lance jersey just arrived. I wore it for the first time today. That is a gut punch. You don't have to wear it again for the entire season. I can't believe this happened. And I know that Jimmy Garoppolo is here and everybody says, yeah, it's an insurance policy. Great. Except do we have any confidence that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to stay healthy for the next 15 games? <laughs> no. We were a snap away from Kyle Juszczyk playing quarterback today. Think about that. Can I just uh, throw this out there? I think Trey Lance obviously gets next year. If it doesn't go well, guess who's a free agent? Kirk Cousins. I said it a couple weeks ago. Kirk Cousins could be back. I could see that happening. He would be entering his age 36. Kyle doesn't care. Which I didn't realize Kirk was that old. Like, I was thinking he was going to be like 32, and I just looked, and I was like, holy And he's going to come off a great year this year, too. Rob, didn't didn't we have this conversation the other day via text? Didn't I? It's it's ridiculous. Listen, Kyle does not deserve another quarterback while he's in San Francisco. I do not care, Jed York. Oh, my goodness. I think we have hit the point where – Kyle Shanahan needs to coach, and that's it. And if he can't accept that, okay. But like, that, are we? Your problem. We're blaming Kyle Shanahan for this injury. Is that because I no, don't blame him for the? No, no. I, I think we're we're blaming him for putting Trey Lance in the situation where he's running up the gut. We're blaming him for not instilling confidence in him and not allowing him to pass. And we're talking about next year. If it doesn't work out, I think. At best, Kyle Shanahan should no longer get control over everything, which is what we believe he has. We know he can't freaking pick a running back. 
Jake Hudson at KMBR. Kyle Shanahan on if he regrets running Trey Lance up the middle. Anytime a guy gets hurt, I wish I didn't call that, but no, that's something we're going to do and something we're going to continue to do. Says he thinks it's something that gives him a chance to succeed. If Kyle told us what he thought about Jimmy Garoppolo with the play calls previously, Kyle's telling us what he thinks about Trey Lance right now with his words and his actions. And Kyle did the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo when he said, when people asked him, did Jimmy get better? No, the team around him got better. Kyle is telling you what he thinks right now. How can he have a definitive opinion? We haven't seen this kid. How could he know? How can anybody know? Isn't that what we've been talking about for six months is that you can't have a strong take one way or the other because the dude literally has not played? This is where this goes back to why doesn't Jimmy Garoppolo throw the ball deep? Because he was getting picked off in practice. So maybe Kyle doesn't trust Trey to throw in practice because he's throwing dirt balls or things are all high or he's he's not great in practice because we heard all offseason, whether we want to believe it or not, there was it was in there. He had up and downs. There was days he was really bad. There was days he was really good, but more bad than good in this offseason. And I listened to John Middlecoff and, and Guy Hammond quite a bit. They said it early on. They're like, he's not close. This kid is not Josh Allen. He's not Joe Burrow. He's not close. He wasn't well, close. How do they know? Were, were Middlecoff and Haberman at the Bills training camp when well, Josh Allen came into the league? Like, I think, I think my, I think, I think, Rob, we, I, I tweeted out the other day. None of these 2021 quarterback class, none of them look like Herbert or Burrow. We're not even close. None of them. Not one. And I mean, it's a fact. I don't remember Josh Allen as a rookie. I'm not going to lie. And I didn't watch him closely, so I'm not going to say that. To Jim Anderson watching on the Facebook page, we got a W, be happy. Yeah, I know we got a W, dude, but the, the future of the franchise just broke his ankle and he's out for the year. So, sorry. Look, okay? we will move on, but this week is going to be more of a somber one. After this week, I think, okay, Lance is done. <laughs> We've said our piece. You move on. It, it's the season you make the best of it, even though every – it's really a conflicting spot to be in. It's hard to put into words because you want the team to win. You are a fan of the team. And thus now you're wanting Jimmy to succeed. And yet you didn't want Jimmy to succeed. What? Three weeks ago. You thought he was going to be <laughs> off the team. So it's like, you're now rooting for the guy that you wanted out of here. It's just a weird spot to be in, and I think there's going to take some time to fully make that swap. Yes, I need a hug. It's been a rough week. Yeah. In general. Um, I, at right. least I get to go see Jimmy Garoppolo in Denver next week. I'm glad I paid for those tickets. <laughs> Let me just Yeah, say this. You, you get to see Russ finally turn it on. That's what's going to happen. He's he's going to – he's just – he's had two bad weeks, and now, now the Niners are going to show up, and oh, suddenly it looks like old Russ again. Kill me now. This is a, an amazing comment from Bed Richards watching on the Twitch page. Please, Kyle, leave and take your Longhorn wide receiver tapes with you. That's true, by the way. For anyone that doesn't know, Kyle Shanahan shows the wide receivers film of Kyle Shanahan when he was at Texas as a wide receiver running routes. That happens. Muhammad Sanu told me that. You weren't good in college, Kyle. Not That's unbelievable and hilarious. One more comment I want to get, and that'll hopefully take us over to the game because I know people want to hear about the game. You're too negative. Our franchise quarterback just is out for the season, but we're supposed to be positive about it. But anyway, so Jimmy Garoppolo comes in, and you know that they always coaches always do those interviews at halftime. Kyle Shanahan was asked by Fox. I'm sorry, I don't remember the sideline reporter's name. That's my bad. Uh, but she asked him, like, how much of the offense has to get thrown out now that Trey Lance isn't in the game? Kyle's response was most of it, which, again, he spent weeks and weeks telling us the offense is not that different with Trey. It's not going to be that much different. You're just adding things here and there. Trey Lance goes out, and when you get asked how different is the offense, you basically say it's totally different. So 
Ugh! like again, it's just more like of the 49ers contradicting themselves and not being honest about stuff. Well, the upside, no turnovers and one penalty for the Niners today. Right. The downside, uh, Jimmy still had his turn turnover worthy play. Several, <laughs> several. Look, he still had the throws that were oh okay. it felt a little different though. Like I didn't have as much anger maybe it's just because i was so sad but i was angry last year watching jimmy garoppolo because i felt like they had potentially a better alternative that they were just choosing not to use it's different with him coming off the bench and no trey there like they they had trey they tried to start trey he's hurt now all we have is jimmy garoppolo so it was more like i know what to expect and he's doing the thing we expect him to do like it's unfair right javi to ask Kyle or uh, ask Jimmy Garoppolo to be a different quarterback than he has been up to this point i don't think i i don't believe Kyle Shanahan for a second when he said that most of the playbook went out of the most so what were you going to do you're going to run Trey 15 times was that what you're going to do was that probably. what was was that was probably. that the play was that <laughs> that's what it was you're going to run him 15 times against one of the worst secondaries in the nfl here's how much uh, bs Kyle's spewing right now he was asked if uh, the four straight pass calls right after Jimmy came in was had anything to do with changing quarterbacks. And he said, no, those were the same play calls I would have had with Trey Lance. He's never that run the four game straight script. passes. With it's Trey like, Lance. huh? So the whole playbook went out the window when Trey Lance gets hurt. Yet you're saying you ran the exact same game script that you had for Trey Lance that, that contradicts itself in the same exact press conference. That's why like you got to call him on this stuff because he just says whatever and he like doesn't I don't know if he doesn't think we keep track or what the hell the problem is. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, by the way, in the game, 13 of 21, 254 yards and a t- or 154 yards. Sorry, I have the graphic wrong. That's my bad. 154 yards and a touchdown through a, a wide Shanahan special. Ross Dwelly was wide open and he ran it in for a touchdown. There we go. I fixed the graphic. He was Jimmy. He, he was exactly who he was, underthrowing deep balls left, right, and center. It was interesting when he first came in, they did take some shots deeper down the field and outside the numbers, right, Javi? He had the one throw to Ayuk that was a dime. That was a dart, and Ayuk dropped it. So I give him credit for that one. That was one of the few. But you can tell the arm fatigue was there, too. He hasn't thrown a lot of passes. <laughs> and I'm not, jo- I'm not trying to be funny. He hasn't thrown many passes since the surgery. He does his light workout, and now he's got backup reps. Since then, he didn't play in the preseason. He didn't have much of an offseason. So you can see a lot of his balls were dying today, but he's now the starter again, so he's going to get all his reps back. So he can build up the arm stamina and everything else for him. But, man, I just – they got the win. Awesome. Cool. They're one and one They're going into Denver. Can this team win 10 games? Yes. The Absolutely. answer is yes. Yes. Here's a little bit of uh, Kyle arrogance coming out. Uh he said Buffalo does this all the time with their quarterback. It's a pretty normal play. It's a part of football. And it's unfortunate he hurt his ankle on it, but it's a very normal play. Here comes the arrogance. You guys should watch some other people. Oh my God. See, I was with you right up until the end, Kyle. Yeah. Like, but it's like Kyle get mm, he's we're, pissed. We're live, so I can't say it. He's pissed. He's off. mad he's getting questioned because right now the I think there's a tone change in this post-game press conference from what he's used to, and he does not like it. God forbid the great Kyle Shanahan that's under 500 gets questions. And I look, I'm a, I'm a Kyle Shanahan fan, but I have no tolerance for people in positions of power to act like they should never be questioned. And nobody has more power in the 49ers organization other than Jed York than Kyle Shanahan. And to respond with, well, you guys should watch other people like, the media doesn't watch football, doesn't know what other I'd argue are. that they don't. Some of them don't, but that's fine. Well, some might not. <laughs> 
I mean, and none of none of them are going to press him. Like they won't press him to like to the point where it's wow. New York level, right? Where Robert Sala has to be like, I'm keeping receipts. Robert Sala, no one cares, bro. Like <laughs> one, maybe no one's two people press will him. try to press him, but they'll get one question, and then Kyle won't go back to him. Yeah, well, wait till he has that conference call tomorrow, and I jump on it. Because he's going to get, some, get some questions for me, man. I mean, that the arrogance I cannot stand. And again, I don't blame Kyle Shanahan for this injury. Like, he couldn't have predicted that this was going to happen. But I do think he ran Trey Lance, quarterback power, up the middle too often. Even if Trey didn't get hurt, I would say that. Like, we, we were talking about third and eight. Let him throw. That's a growth opportunity for Trey Lance, right? He's going to face some sort of exotic coverage, some creative coverage on defense. Let's see if he can do it. And if he can't do it, he'll be able to look at the film. He'll go to the sidelines. He'll look at the pictures. And maybe he'll get better from it. So You're just stunting his growth. You're delaying his ability to learn. <laughs> Here's how bad it got in the press conference. Even David Lombardi questioned Kyle Shanahan. That's how you know there's a tone change. You're right on that one, Levin. They have to. You have to start, like, Kyle, we have to start holding you accountable. Like, I've, I'm, I've been pretty pro-Kyle this entire time. But when you really start to think about some of these decisions we from the draft to time management to just play, I, I understand certain blocks don't get made and, you know, the play, if it, if it hits, it's fine. It's, you know, but there's certain sequences like today is a perfect example, second and eight and you're running a QB draw like, or RPO, whatever it was, a re zone read. It's like, come on, man, like chill out with this stuff, especially with the quarterback <laughs> that needs to throw In the plus side to this game. I thought all the running backs look good. All of them. TDP looked strong. Jeff Wilson looked strong. We didn't get to see Mason, but and then Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, by the way, is going to get all that incentive money. Oh yeah, there's no way he's not getting that money. <laughs> what is he at? 120 yards for the season rushing already? Didn't they say they have like 354 or something like that? Like it was a specific number. Like, yeah, he's going to pass that, and he's going to get at least six rushing touchdowns this year. It's not going. It's not not going to happen. Speaking um, of hitting incentives, Jimmy Garoppolo, 350 grand for winning this game. He gets 250,000 every time he plays more than 25% of the offensive snaps and 100,000 for every time one of those games is a win. Jimmy's going to make some bank this year. It's going to eat away at that cap space for next year. They're still going to have a lot, but they're not going to have nearly as much as they thought. He's going to get just about every incentive probably. Uh, I, I got a tweet here that I want to respond to because I, I, I don't really understand it. Uh, it's from Rob Lauder. He, he says, I'm reading a lot of frustration towards Kyle Shanahan play calling. Trey Lance only carried the ball three times in the first quarter, including the play he got injured. Is that too much? Should Lance never carry the ball? Um, three carries, and you're not even through the first quarter, puts you on pace for 12-plus carries in a game. Yeah, that's too much. Having 12 designed carries a game for your quarterback is not the way to go. So, yes, three carries. So far in the game was too much. I, I don't I don't get that. I hate that. They look at the number and they put it as like an end of game. Yeah, if he had three designed runs at the end of the game, yeah, that's not too much. But we're talking about midway through the first quarter. Josh Delgado says Kyle acts like he's too great to be questioned about anything. Yes, he does. I agree. There's a, there's a degree of arrogance there. For him to say that, you guys should try watching some other people. And also, P.S., like Josh Allen's a bit of a unicorn too like let's point that out like you're banking on trey lance being you know a, a unicorn in the nfl it's like somebody that doesn't get injured when running all the time that's that's very frustrating let's get to some of the other good things in this game i said going in that geno smith is a quarterback that this 49ers defense should chew up and spit out and they did it was utter domination geno ended the day 20 of 30 24 of 30 for 197 yards and an interception 
it was not that good. A lot of that was garbage time at the end of the game. The 49ers defense smothered the Seahawks, and it wasn't totally satisfying because of the Trey injury, but it was still pretty damn satisfying, Javi. Yeah, absolutely. The defense was outstanding from Hufunga, who I've been critical of, but he fires off the ball much better than I expected. He hasn't been tested much in coverage just yet, you know, vertically, but for what they're asking him to do, he's excelling. So shout out to Hufunga for doing that. How about Charverius Ward pretty much being sticky everywhere he goes? And Sam Womack, he was on the field quite a bit today. What do you get targeted maybe once, twice? He's doing his job, too. They, they found a, a really good player in Sam Womack. Uh, the defensive line, Charles Menehu, outstanding. Kevin Givens played a hell of a game. Nick Bosa, dominant as usual. Um, Kinlaw taking up double teams. Like This defensive line with this rotation is going to be a problem for other teams going forward, as long as they stay healthy. And then, of course, Fred Warner being Fred Warner. like He's literally taking away targets from tight ends and running backs because he flashes so much. The defense was outstanding today. Geno Smith is not very good. They beat up on a bad Broncos team last week and barely won that game. I Mm -hmm. fully expected this result in this game. I was not worried about Geno Smith one bit going into this game. Dre Greenlaw, uh, eight tackles. Javarius Ward, eight tackles. Tackle for loss for Greenlaw, one. Uh, Let's see here. Hufanga had one. They had six tackles, seven tackles for loss today. Like, (sighs) pass deflections. Hufanga had two. Emmanuel Mosley had one. Tayshawn Gibson had one. Like they got busy in the in the back end of the of the defense as well. This might be the best version of the 49ers defense we've seen under Kyle Shanahan. And I said that a while ago, but the addition of Traverius Ward and Emmanuel Mosley just keeps climbing. He's going to get better. And he's only gotten better since he's gotten here. They got something with the secondary. Once Jimmy Ward gets back, watch out. All right. So I'll say this uh, and then I'm gonna go. This defense is as good or better than. 2019 and I think with that and the offense being pretty close if not as good as 2019 I think that's still the ceiling this team could dominate a lot of games this year and win the division and make some noise in the playoffs now can Jimmy get it done in the playoffs when he plays better defenses probably not (laughs) we've already seen what he can do but you know he could have a unicorn playoff like uh, Joe Flacco and the Niners can still win the Super Bowl so yes optimism will come back Uh, maybe by the time we record our gold standard later this week I'll probably be about halfway between moved on and still in mourning and then probably about time the kickoff of next week will be when I'm kind of fully mentally just okay we're just going to move forward and make the best of whatever we can do and hopefully we win things with Jimmy and figure things out in the offseason after that how do you let me they this yeah we always base it off quarters right in the NFL they're they're one and one how do they finish in the next two you think they go three and one here mm. I think they can go three and one here I think they can I think they certainly can the Rams are they got issues yeah put it that way they they are not as good as last year and plus you know the Niners have had the Rams number and Denver is not nearly as scary as they were two weeks ago. Yeah. They weren't as, they're, they're not nearly as scary as they were a week ago. They were getting I thought, booed at home. I thought, well, it's first week, you know, they're returning to Seattle. They'll bounce back this week. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, the, the, the Denver crowd was literally booing Russ Wilson already. So if the Niners can go in there next week and get a win, boy, that's that might end up being an all-time train wreck of a trade quarterback trade situation for Russell Wilson. All right, Levin, thanks for hopping in here. I, I will talk to you on Thursday. Try to 
I don't know, tweet your way through it or drink your way through it or figure Probably it out. Probably not best. I tweet my way through it because there's a chance somebody pisses me off and I'm at the point now where I'm, I, I might not be able to filter myself so, fast enough. All right. Take it easy, Levin. So, Rob, I don't, I'm not going to jump to any conclusions here. Uh-oh. It's very hard for me not to. Here we go. Quote from Kyle Juszczyk. I don't want to downplay how much we feel for Trey because it's really a big deal, but this is the reason you buy insurance. Jimmy was kind of our insurance bossy in case something like this happened. I don't like that tone. I don't, I don't like it. It it just, I don't think this locker room was fully behind Trey Lance, the decision to move on. The second they signed Jimmy Garoppolo, I said the 49ers either doubt Trey Lance's ability or they doubt his availability. And it turns out maybe both, but at least for now it's availability because he was there and, and, no one ever asked Jimmy, and I wish they did when he, in his press conference, nobody ever asked Jimmy, why did you lose your job? Like if, cause if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, like you went to the NFC championship game for the second time in three years, right? So the team snuck into the playoffs. You helped a 17 point comeback in the final week of the season to get into the playoffs. Nobody ever asked him, why'd you lose your job? I wanted them to, because I would have been fascinated to hear his answer, but I mean, you could see the love for Jimmy. It was clear they still love Jimmy Garoppolo. You could see it on the sidelines of this game. Um, and this is it now. Trey's out, and it's Jimmy's ship, and it's it doesn't, in a way, all that locker room stuff is over because there's no other option except Jimmy Garoppolo now. So it doesn't matter if people like Trey. He can't play. He is gone. It's Jimmy's team, and we're just going to have to roll the dice and see where we go. And then he adds on to it. He said... When Jimmy came in, it felt like Niner football. What? Mm, I don't like that. Come on. That man. I don't like. What are we doing here? I mean, it looked players only care about winning. I've been telling people they don't care about the long-term development of a player or a franchise. Playing nope. football is hard. It hurts. You're in pain basically all the time. All you want to do is get rewarded for that pain. You're willing to accept it, but you want to win games and play in big, meaningful games. And all the players know, regardless of the other circumstances that you and I see and we talk about, when Jimmy's in, they win. And that makes it worth it to them. That's why he's so loved. That's It's that simple. Yeah, that's all they care about, winning. And I think the fan base, that's all they care about, too, is winning, right? They're not, you know, we the window is open, right? And if, if, if Lance doesn't develop the way you want him to develop, then your window's shut. Like, you only go as far as your quarterback does. And if Jimmy Garoppolo can get you back to the playoffs and you're back in the playoffs and, and Kyle's all he, all he cares about is winning too. Like he's not, Mm -hmm. I don't think he, I'm not saying he doesn't want to develop a quarterback, but he understands his roster is ready to go right now. They're ready to win, make a playoff push, potentially win a Super Bowl. But I think we've seen this with, with Jimmy. We know he's not the guy to win you a Super Bowl unless you're going to, unless for some reason he, he, you know, he has a rocket arm for the rest of the, the career, the rest of the year. I just I don't see it. I see this team winning 10 games, 11 games, making the playoffs. And that's positive. That's a pot. I shouldn't even be mad about that. But it's been 26 years. Like we need another title here. Like, let's get a title. Chris Lauren watching on the YouTube page says you guys don't care about winning. Yes, of course we care about winning, but I care about winning a championship, a championship. I don't care about beating the Seahawks in week two. Okay. A lot of care about I don't care about beating the Rams six in a row and then losing the NFC title game. A lot of quarterbacks could have come in and won this game today. Like this, it's not like Jimmy Garoppolo did anything special in this win. Did he play well? He played okay. He played okay, and that was good enough. But we're talking about championships. That's why we're. This is a gut punch because you drafted Trey Lance to help you win a championship, 
to get a quarterback that could go God mode. Like Patrick Mahomes went God mode and won a Super Bowl against us. And now we don't have that. <sighs> but we'll see. It's, it's frustrating, man. I, I think I think they're gonna be fine. You know, the upside to this the, today's day, today's game, though, to me, I think the Niners got a little bit of their identity back there too. 45 rushes for 189 yards, 4.2 a clip, two rushing touchdowns. Like to have Jeff Wilson get you 18 for 84, and then you have a healthy dose of tight difference price. It wasn't he wasn't super spectacular, but he broke off a couple that were decent, right? That's positive. That's what you want with your rookie. Go forward with that. He's got more juice than Trey Sermon did, so maybe you didn't uh-huh. miss on this pick, right? And then you add in the running with Debo Samuel, who had an explosive run, right? It was 51 yards, something like that. That's <laughs> yeah. explosive. Like, that's the pot. Oh, yeah, it was 51. Tight Davis Price had a long of 20, and then Wilson had a long of 16. So they, they did that. Here's how the 49ers drives went in the first half. Field goal, field goal, touchdown, turnover on downs, punt, touchdown. Like they were moving the ball. It was very impressive. And the thing that I loved in this game is they got the ball in the hands of the playmakers. You scroll down and what do you see? Who leads the team in interceptions? Ayuk and Debo, both tied at five. Who leads the team in targets? Ayuk and Debo. Ayuk had eight, Debo had six. Obviously Debo also had four carries in the game. They got the ball in the hands of their best people. I like Juwan Jennings. He should never, ever, 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 ever lead the 49ers in receiving unless disaster has occurred. Like, no. They they have all this talent, but if you don't put the ball in their hands, they can't show it. And they did that this week, and they won by 20 points. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, who would have thought you get your best players involved to win games? (laughs) Who would have thought? Like, you need to give Brandon Ayuk eight targets a game, minimum. 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 It's the same thing with George Kittle whenever he decides to get back. Eight targets for George, eight seven to six for uh, yep. Debo and get him his four carries over the backfield. That's how you win games. You get your best players involved no matter what. And then you sprinkle in uh Juwan Jennings, you know, third and six conversion. You sprinkle in a Ray Ray McLeod, you know, a little 16 yard crosser. And then you spread it. You sprinkle in a potential deep shot to Danny Gray. Now, like that's how you win ball games. Kyle knows this. I don't know why he plays dumb with some of this stuff. Get your best playmakers, the ball. Stop getting cute. Just Go for it. Like, just go. How great was it when, when Mooney intercepts that stupid halfback pass at the Seahawks run in the red zone? They go four running backs in the game, and they have their running back throw a pass. And then Pete Carroll tells Fox at halftime, oh, the play worked. We just need a better throw. No, it didn't, dude. No, Ward broke off from his uh, responsibility to intercept the ball, but there was another player right there that had sniffed it out that was guarding the receiver. The play did not work. The 49ers defense was awesome in this game. It was everything we thought it was going to be and more. What is who's that running back thing is? Debo Samuel? Like Debo throws a better <laughs> pass than that. What are you doing? Um, like you okay. saw it all the way. Like he, like I guess he didn't see Javarius Ward sinking on that. He sunk on that and boop, t- interception. And that's also, you know, the free agency, the free that's probably been their best free agent addition in a while to Javarius yeah. Ward. And shout out to him. I'm glad they got him. And he he looks like he looks all the part of being a cornerback one, maybe even just, you know, an an upper tier CB two, but that's all you need with this defense, especially for defensive line is doing what they do. Just have competent, have competent quarterback play. You know, it's an upgrade from Josh Norman. That's for sure. Oh my God. (laughs) Anybody would be an upgrade over Josh Norman. And then, so somebody who hasn't gotten enough credit today, I thought Drake Jackson played better. I thought he played well today. You add him in there, right? And again, he's theoretically replacing D Ford. D4 gave you six games. If Drake Jackson gives you 10 games and he gives you 
five, six sacks, that's a plus two. Like you have yep. all this, you have that that's makes your defense so much better. And you have other guys where Bosa might get a one-on-one as opposed to being double team all the time. Cause now you got to worry about 95 over there. Oh yeah. There's Kinlaw, there's Armstead. And then there's Bosa. So the, the defense is on the, the, the big positive is the defense doing what they did. Pitching a shutout on defense is not common in the NFL. And they did that today, whether it's Geno Smith or, whoever the quarterback it is, is still a very tall task to do that. I think they went 0-8 on their offensive possessions. Like, they didn't do anything. Just punt, 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 punt. Halftime, punt, punt, punt. Like, that was it. Like, they did what they had to do. They ran nine. The Seattle Seahawks ran 19 plays in the second half of this game because the Dominant. 49ers just shut them down. A lot of people want to give Talanoa Hufanga the unrelenting, as I call him, the game ball. I will say this. In two games this year, the 49ers have two interceptions by their safeties. With Jimmy Ward and Jaquaski Tart, they had like no interception. Ward had that one game with the Rams where he had two picks last year. Other than that, nothing. No interceptions. And I'm not saying that they're better than those guys because obviously Jimmy Ward is awesome. But Tauno Hufanga makes freaking plays, man. He's around the ball. I love him. I know that he's, you know, probably not going to be the best in coverage and he hasn't been tested and that's fine. There is a role for him on this team. He can make game-changing plays and he's done it in 2 weeks. He's done it twice. Yeah, he's he's had a a very 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 good start to this as you know, being the strong safety one for this team now, right? He's he's playing really really good. I I, I don't think he's playing the best safety in the NFL. I think Minka Fitzpatrick is doing that, but Talano Hufanga has done a very very nice job in 2 weeks and that's so all you can ask for from a guy who was essentially who called himself, you know, a special teamer. He wants to go as a Pro Bowl special yeah. teamer. So he's developing nicely. He's playing good football. And I think what got lost in a lot of this stuff is, you know, the COVID year. These guys didn't get enough reps, and, and these guys are starting to develop. Hufanga looks much better than he did last year, and that's a plus. And we'll only hopefully he only gets better, and we'll see what happens when people start to test him vertically, right? We'll see what happens there if they, you know they start taking shots at him. But by the time they start taking shots at him, I think Jimmy Ward will be back. And then you have this other safety dynamic going on there too. So hopefully Jimmy Ward is back by week five and Kittle's back by week three. And this team should be off and running. I do feel good about this team going forward. I know the first half of the podcast was pretty just upsetting, but I'm starting to calm down thinking about it all. It's like, okay, if the bar, the bar this year for me with Trey Lance was nine wins, the bar still stays the same with Jimmy Garoppolo. Nine to ten wins, and that's where we are. And if you can get to ten wins in a in a soft NFC, you're going to be in the playoffs. You might have to play on the road, but we've seen Kyle Shanahan his offense and defense will travel. Run game and defense will travel, and they have those two things for sure right now. And so will the fans. We know that Niners DNA says Jeff Wilson Jr. gets the game ball for me. He responded big time. He was solid today. 18 carries, 84 yards, no touchdowns, just a solid player. Uh, Steven Garrett says Trent Williams nearly murdered multiple men this game. I think he was very upset about his performance in week one. It did not go well for him and he took it out on the Seahawks today and good. They deserved it. Oh dude. He had like, he like ran over three people in one point. I was like, what? <laughs> it, it, you know, and it's part of his, yeah, you want to respond after a poor game like that in week one, right? Like you're better than what you showed in week one and you should have, and you also, the team was better than what they showed in week one. They were not very disciplined in week one. This week they come in one penalty, no turnovers. That's discipline. That's coaching. That is, hey, D'Amico, Kyle getting a game plan together and saying, hey, look, we're not going to have this nonsense. And whatever they had to do during the week, they did it to you know clean up that nonsense. He had 12 penalties last week. 
three of them on third down that cost you 13 points. None of that happened this week. Outside of a block punt, this game was it was never in doubt. It was never in doubt from the jump. I do think Kyle does deserve a little praise for that. You had a horrible penalty week. He said they get better at it. They had one penalty, which I know a lot of people were arguing that the pass interference wasn't even a penalty. I honestly don't even remember it that closely. I can't tell you if it was or if it wasn't, but one is still – that's very good. <laughs> he uh, So uh, he – I think Amanda Mosley was in zone where he was trailing I, uh, Metcalf a little bit. The ball kind of hung up there a little bit too long, and he kind of touched Metcalf's helmet like he got like up on top of him and reached out. So he might have been a little bit early, but that's like, to me that was pretty darn clean. I, I don't I don't see why they would have did it. Do you see this play, Chris Ricciardi, on the Facebook page? Mm -hmm. uh, good for Jennings getting aggressive but not getting called for a penalty. He actually got face masked. They didn't call it. Uh, but you're right. This game got chippy, man. Game got chippy a little bit. It's a good point by Chris pointing it out. Um, Seahawks, I think, were a little frustrated by the score, but the and all Niners, the runs. Right. Yeah, that does generally piss teams off. The Niners usually don't lose their cool in game, except for Dre Greenlaw, who inexplicably <laughs> just loses his head. But like most of the time, they're pretty calm and they, they handle themselves well. I thought that was a good one. Um, I like Juwan, just don't want him leading the team in receptions. That's all. Yeah, with, with Jennings, I mean, we saw it last year. Remember, Ayuk and Patrick Peterson got into it. Yeah. So it is when the when these wide receivers are basically pancaking DBs, they don't like it. And I will learn how to stop the run. And Kyle's going to continue to run the ball down your throat, which also pisses me off about the Trey Lance thing. You had running backs running all day long, literally four yards per carry. Like, just running with your running backs, man. Let this kid develop. But um, with Jennings and, you know, the, the wide receivers, even on the Debo reception on third down where Debo had that choice route, um, Ayuk's looking for work. The first guy he sees, he plows right into him. Yep. Boom, conversion. Like these wide receivers understand the assignment of getting downfield, blocking for their wide receivers, blocking for their running backs. This is a, a well-coached team when it comes to blocking in the run game and getting yards after the catch in the pass game. So, you know, I will, Michael Jackson and, and Kobe Bryant. Like you, did, ever, did you think about that too, by the way? Those are the Seahawks cornerbacks, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jackson. <laughs> I know like, that Kobe's anywhere is eight too, which yeah, for me, so. I'm old enough to remember when Kobe Bryant wore eight. Um, I want to point out one thing. They got to get better in the red zone with their play calling. And Kyle just calls runs every time in the in the red zone. He was doing it with Trey Lance. He only threw or tried to throw like one or two passes in the red zone with Trey Lance the whole year this year. But they have got to get better in the red zone. They fourth and two at the goal line or fourth and two at the two. They try a field goal, which, of course, gets blocked. Like this game should have been an even bigger blowout for the 49ers. They just could not cash the ball in when they got in the red zone. Yeah. They, that's the that's the only thing they got to cash in on the red. The twice they settled for field goals from the two yard line or whatever it was. Like you got to just punch that in. Like let's go punch it in. You can't because better teams are going to make you pay for it. And this is the one where he, they block it and then the, he gets the first one. But you got to go punch that stuff in. Get a little more aggressive. I was dying for Kyle to call a call pass play into the red zone. Yes, call pass play. You have Debo Samuel who is the slant god. He's going to get open on a slant. Throw the ball. Throw the ball in the red zone. What are we doing? Well, and the weird thing was they were the best red zone team in the league last year. So it's like, and Jimmy was the quarterback. So it's like, you should know what you're doing here, Kyle. Just come on, do some of that stuff that you were doing last year. And maybe some of it, which is Debo running the ball in, but they have to get better in that area because if they're getting field goals, then you force your defense to have to be otherworldly every game, 
every possession. And that's just not how you win games. They're going to let some plays happen. Like we saw in the bears game, they had two bad plays and it cost them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Better teams will make you pay for that stuff. Luckily Denver's not very good. And the Rams, we all know how that stuff goes. The Rams are, you know, a team that, you know, outside of the NFC championship game, they don't play us very well. Um, So you can get away with that stuff early on, but that's got to be cleaned up towards, you know, that's got to get cleaned up every week. You have to be better in the red zone. You have to punch it in at the very least get six, especially after those long drives. What was it? Nine plays for the first one. When before, before the field goal, the, to the first drive of the game, uh, let's see. Yeah. Nine plays. Yeah. Nine plays on the first possession just to get with three. Right. And you had mm-hmm. two, you had a, the first down, the first uh, third and six Lance gets that first down. Um, then you had the, the pass to Wilson. So they were one of, there were two of two on, first, on third down to start the game. So, you know, that's another thing. The third down conversions were up this week, much better than last week. So that's, you know, it's good. This team's going to slowly build it back up. It's, you know, they always say the first three weeks or, or first four weeks are basically the extended preseason. So they did what they had to do. Niners were six of 15 on third down and then two of three on fourth down. So those are all positives for this team. Uh, 70 offensive plays and then time, 70. Of, pos- time of possession. 38-20 to 21-40. Niners had one penalty for 26 yards. The Seahawks had 10 penalties or 106. And then the Niners red zone, two for five. So hopefully they get that straightened out. And can we get a game in Denver without any freaking rain, please? It's supposed we- to rain, too, when I'm there. Are you serious? That's what I saw on the weather report. I'll see what it looks like uh, when I, but during the week. But uh, Unreal. Unreal day. I mean, it's a day. Again, Actually, you no, could... Sunday clear. It's clear. Good. The high 74, low 49, but that's at 3. That should be for 3 p.m. So you, oh, man, you want to feel good about the win. It's a 27 to 7 win. The defense looked Super Bowl championship caliber. The offense was good enough. And yet it, it feel it hurts. I'm hurting today, man. I am legitimately hurting because I feel like we have seen this movie before and we know how it ends. I feel the same way I felt when I saw Jimmy Garoppolo get hurt in Kansas city. I went to that game. Gut wrenching. My stomach sunk. My heart sunk for the guy. Right? Like, you know, when you, you you trade, you didn't trade very much to get Jimmy Garoppolo, but you just paid him. And this was the guy that was supposed to take us to the promised land. And it stunted his development, whether people want to believe it or not. It, it, it hurt Jimmy Garoppolo's development, too. And this is going to hurt Trey Lance's development as well, right? Because now he can't focus on fixing a throwing motion or working mm-hmm. on timing or working on things in practice. He's got to rehab a broken ankle. Like, that's – and surgery. It's not – there's likely some tendon tears in there, you know, and hopefully it's a clean fracture, you know, and – it just hurts his – I feel for the guy like I felt for Jimmy Garoppolo when he got hurt too. And it's – you know, uh, Grant Cohn had a great tweet. It's not not to be funny, but he said it. Time is a flat circle. He has a picture of Jimmy on the cart and Trey on the cart. It's like, Jesus, man. We can't get away from these these huge injuries, and they come at the worst times too. This one for development for Trey. We had the Garrison Hurst injury um, in 98 when, when they were playing the Falcons. Like Damn, that was a huge a one. <laughs> right? I, like these things like haunt me. Right. And then you have, you know, if, if Justin Smith never gets hurt, do the Niners win that Super Bowl that year? Right. He was huge for us. And the defense took a hit once he got hurt. The Bowman injury, like these, these, they come at the worst times for this franchise. And it's super, super frustrating because it happens to some of the best people that have been on this team. Like Garrison Hurst was an all, it was a, a to me, 
one of the better Niners. Jimmy Garoppolo has been a good Niner. Navarro Bowman, his career was ended short because of that, right? He was there today. Yeah. He was it, there at the game. And the Cardinals just won in overtime, apparently. Oh, God. He plays under review, I guess, but... Raiders stink, dude. Yeah, Raiders going to Raider. Um, that's the scariest thing, is that the, the development and Alex Smith, as Quinn points out watching on the YouTube page, Alex Smith had a shoulder injury early in his career, derailed exactly. him as well. Trey Lance's Niners career could be over. Could be over. We don't know. Like, maybe he's going to come back next season, but is he going to be the starter? We don't know. There's a there's a really good chance he's not. That's the crazy thing. We have no idea who the starting quarterback is going to be next year. The first year they don't have to give up a first round pick, and it might not be Trey Lance. It's it is like this 49ers team, man. It's crazy. It's never boring. They are a content generating machine. That's what they are. That's what they are. Well, we thank you. We thank everybody for your support. Again, please continue to rate, review, follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. We are the fastest growing 49ers podcast on the planet. That is due to you, and we are grateful for the support, just like I'm grateful to you, Javi, for hopping in here. I know no you problem. had some thoughts before all this happened, and so you were even more fired up. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I've, been, I've taken some time away from content, but I still watch the team closely. I read everything. I watch everything. I listen to everything in Niners Nation. Everyone should do that as well. Subscribe, rate, review, hit the like button. You know, put it as your first listen. The Niners in five every morning with Rob. Like, you guys are still killing it. Um, this team is going to be fun to watch. That's not, there's, there's nothing short of drama. There's no, nothing short of drama with this team. That is for sure. But I still have faith in this team. They're going to win 10 games. 10 games minimum. Guaranteed. And I know it sounds weird to be upset about a 10-win season. And trust me, I'm old enough to remember when the 49ers had 10 loss seasons all the time. Like, I'm grateful <laughs> for a 10-win season. Don't get me wrong. It's just today, on the day, that hours away from the Trey Lance injury. Yeah, it hurts a little bit. Thank you for grieving with us, talking through this. We'll get through it together, everybody. Again, rate, review, follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. One and one, on to Denver.